Hey friends, and welcome to episode 122 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about why time management just isn't working for you. You're feeling frazzled and overwhelmed. Your house is never clean. You feel like you never have time to rest or time for yourself. You're working all day, but when five o'clock rolls around, you can't really figure out where your time went or what you have to show for it. You're constantly moving from meeting to meeting, and your days are filled with other people's priorities, and your own projects are going cold on the back burner. You're feeling like you'll never catch up, like there's never enough time, and that you're never going to figure this out. Friend, I know exactly how that feels. Remember, I got so burned out a few years ago that I quit my job and laid on the sofa for three days without moving. Granted, I didn't have kids back then because laying on the sofa for three days without moving would basically be impossible now, but you get what I'm saying, right? I know exactly how it feels. But I also know how it feels to step into each week feeling calm and prepared. I know how it feels to know exactly what I need to tackle each day to reach my goals. Emergency, obstacle, hurricane, daycare closure, sick kid. These things don't throw me for a loop because I've got a time management track to get back on when life's curveballs throw me off. And I know what it feels like to live a life that I love. But it didn't happen overnight. I made a lot of mistakes along the way, mistakes that you might be making right now. But trust me, I'm not just going to point out the mistakes and leave you hanging. That's why today I'm sharing three mistakes most people make when it comes to time management. I'll tell you how your personality plays an important role in your productivity. I'll share my very own time management method that anyone can use with success. And finally, you'll hear why living with heart is the game-changing strategy you need for better work, life, and balance. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. But don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 122. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. All right, let's get to it. First, here are three reasons why time management isn't working for you. First, you're copying and pasting someone else's strategy or framework without adapting it to fit your life. 
One thing I've found about most time management advice is that it's just not realistic. At least it's not realistic for my life. And chances are, if it's not a good fit for me, then it's not a good fit for you either. Because I have a feeling that you and I have a lot in common. Here's what's wrong with most time management advice. And Katie Wusso, my business coach and guest from back in episode 69, put it really well. Most time management advice is masculine or monastic. Monastic like monastery with monks who take vows of silence and separate themselves from the rest of the world. And I totally agree with her. Here's what we mean when we say that time management advice is masculine or monastic. It seems like half the time management books out there are written by men in corporate roles who have wives and assistants that manage the life part of their work-life balance equation. And I don't want to make assumptions, but I have to assume that the men writing these time management books aren't the default parent that takes their kids to the doctor's appointments or plans birthday parties or makes sure there's enough laundry detergent, toilet paper, and milk in the fridge. Plus, if you've ever read the acknowledgments of these books, you know that part back in the back where the author says thank you to his editor and his team and then eventually thanks his wife for being an amazing partner while he disappeared for a few months to write this book. Fun fact, I'm about to embark on my own publishing journey to the Barnes & Noble bookshelves And I don't think I'm going to be able to disappear from my three and one-year-old for a few months to make it happen. And I wouldn't want that anyway. That's what I mean by most time management advice is masculine. It's written with the assumption that someone else is handling most of the life stuff. And the books that aren't overly masculine are monastic, as Katie says, like a monastery with monks. Monastic basically means isolated. I love Cal Newport and his concept of deep work. I actually use his deep work and shallow work concepts in my coaching, but Cal isn't on social media and he barely uses email. Time management methods that tell you to put your phone on airplane mode and get work done? To me, that's another unrealistic example. Again, I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. I will not be putting my phone on airplane mode because God forbid there's an emergency at daycare. I've got to be available. So when the two prevailing time management methods are one written by old white dudes who have assistants and wives to do life for them, or two, they're telling you to cut yourself off from the rest of the world in order to get things done, it's easy to feel like time management won't work for you. And when you try to copy and paste a method that's not a good fit, and then you don't take time to adapt it and fit it to your life, it's easy to feel like time management won't work for you. We're all unique, and we have unique challenges, and time management is not something that can be copied and pasted, including the morning routines of millionaires, how so-and-so manages her to-do list, and whatever else. You've got to make it yours. All right. The second reason why time management isn't working, you're giving up too quickly. A lot of times, time management just isn't an instant gratification kind of thing. 
I mean, it can be. One really easy way to get your time back is by canceling everything you've committed to, deleting all of your social media, and just saying no to everything. But then we're right back where we were with mistake number one. None of that is realistic. Instead, time management looks more like gradually peeling back the layers of an onion. One thing changes, then another, then another until little by little, one day you look around and you realize that you feel calm, prepared, and ready for anything heading into your weeks. You realize that after a month of doing weekly planning sessions that you've gotten into a good groove and it feels like second nature. Or you realize that two weeks into your latest ideal week that you need to adjust how your mornings are set up. But you get what I'm saying? Rarely is a time management strategy going to work immediately, like a silver bullet, all at once, on the first try. Give it some time. It's time management, not Amazon Prime shipping. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. And the third reason why time management isn't working is because we're starting in the wrong place. The biggest misconception about time management is that it starts on the pages of your calendars. That we're supposed to look at the next few weeks ahead and see how we can make everything fit. 
that our goal should be to get as much done as humanly or superhumanly possible, expecting that if we just use this productivity hack or write everything down in this planner, then we'll magically be able to do all of those things. Now, I'm certainly not telling you to throw away your simplified planner or delete your Google Calendar and just give up. Instead, I'm suggesting that good time management, the kind of time management that enables you to design a life you love, where your values are reflected on the pages of your calendar, that has to start somewhere else. The best time management starts with heart. In other words, time management truly begins by getting clear on what matters most to you. So we've talked about these three super common mistakes. And if you realize that you've been making one of them, hey, it's okay. That's why we're here to shine a light on new ways to look at work, life, and balance. And it's probably no surprise that I'm not just going to share a bunch of mistakes without offering a solution. And that's why I want to tell you about how I think about time management. It's how I use time management to work a full-time job, run a business, coach my clients, love on my family, and take care of myself. It's the same proprietary method I've used with dozens of time management coaching clients and educated thousands through workshops and speaking. It's time management that leads with the heart instead of just moving things around on your calendar or rewriting your to-do list for the seventh time. It doesn't assume that you have a wife at home to handle life for you. And it doesn't assume that you're able to go off the grid for hours or days at a time to get things done. And it's way more than just wake up at 5 a.m. and make your bed every day and you'll be successful. It's called the heart method. And it has three parts. First, you get to the heart of what matters most by creating a vision for your future and defining your core values. So often when somebody tells me that they're feeling overwhelmed or frazzled or frustrated with their time, that they're spinning their wheels, it's because they don't have a clear vision for the future. They don't know what they really want or where they're going because they've been swept up and what other people want for them. Whether it's trying to please your parents or giving up on your dreams to raise your family, getting promoted to a job you didn't really want, and then getting promoted again and again until you feel like you're stuck. Getting clear on where you're going is the real first step to good time management. When you have a clear vision and you know your core values, you've got an amazing foundation in place for literally everything else. Decisions are easier and you're more confident about what you're doing and why, what to say yes to, what to say no to, and what is actually deserving of your time. The second part of my heart method is to make a plan. And there are a lot of different kinds of plans you can make. Until you make a plan and take action, your vision is just a picture in your head or a pretty collage on a vision board. Just having a vision isn't enough. You have to take action. This looks like setting goals and breaking them down into smaller parts and pieces so they're less overwhelming and more doable. 
You want to go back to school and get your master's? Well, before you can start your first day of class, you've got to research, ask for rec letters. You've got to request your transcripts, write essays, complete applications, submit them by specific deadlines. There are a lot of steps between point A and point B. And until you break them down piece by piece and day by day, the whole idea of going back to school to get that master's is going to feel huge and daunting. And a lot of people will give up before they even get started. Maybe you don't want to go to grad school like that example. Maybe you just want to put up new wallpaper in the bathroom or find a new therapist, hire someone in your business or find a new job. With every single one of these examples and basically everything that makes a big lasting impact in our lives, they all require multiple steps between point A and point B. Good time management means using your vision and your values to make a plan. And finally, the third part is to live each day with heart. H-E-A-R-T. Oh yeah, it's an acronym. (laughs) H for habits, cultivating good habits. E for energy, harnessing your energy. A for attention, focusing your attention. R for recharge with rest, recreation, and relationships, and T for time management. Habits, energy, attention, recharge, and time. Trust me, it absolutely blew my mind when I realized that the five ingredients for better work, life, and balance spell the word heart. I still remember where I was when I connected all the dots. Scott actually had a stomach virus, so I was sleeping in our guest room up late reading a book about productivity. And in this book, the author said that energy, attention, and time were the three key ingredients for productivity. And in that moment, I couldn't help but think, no, there's more to it than that. You have to have good habits in place, constructing them with a cue, a routine, and a reward, And you've got to incorporate time for fun, recreation, and time with friends and family. And that's when it hit me. Habits, energy, attention, recharge, and time. Heart. Living with heart. That's exactly how I had been living and working that had enabled me to start a business and launch a podcast with an infant and keep it going two kids later alongside a full-time job and lots of life changes. And so I started sharing this with my clients and using this, the heart method, as my coaching framework. Using strategies from the heart method My clients have opened businesses, gotten into grad school, stepped into leadership roles, gotten promotions, gotten new jobs, and started loving their lives again. Just about any challenge life throws at you can be solved with habits, energy, attention, recharge, and of course, time management when you've got a clear vision and a plan. I've even put together the Heart Method Roadmap, a quick visual guide to the Heart Method, plus quick tips for taking action so you don't waste another minute trying to squeeze yourself into a time management mold that just doesn't fit. You can grab the Heart Method Roadmap at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash roadmap 
and I'll be sure to link it in the show notes and the episode description as well. Good time management doesn't begin on the pages of your planner. It doesn't start with just moving things around and doing a bunch of productivity hacks. It starts with heart. As you can imagine, I dive even deeper into all of the different strategies that you can use to live with heart, habits, energy, attention, recharge, and time with my clients. And this is exactly what I'll be teaching inside the It's About Time Academy. Yes, the It's About Time Academy is a brand new way to build community, get some accountability, and create a life you love. And doors are opening soon. If you're on my email list, if you get my newsletter every Tuesday, you'll be the first to know how you can join as a founding member. So head to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash academy to learn more. So there you have it. Three reasons why time management isn't working. Trying to copy and paste somebody else's method without adapting it to your life. Giving up before you see results. Good gumbo needs to simmer for a while and time management is not Amazon Prime. And finally, starting in the pages of your planner without getting clear on what matters most. The alternative I'm proposing, start with heart. Get clear on what matters most, make a plan, set goals, and break them down into small, actionable steps. Live with heart. Cultivate good habits. Harness your energy to do the right work when you're at your best. Focus your attention recharge with rest, recreation, and relationships. And then finally, master time management in a way that works for you. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 122. And while you're there, don't forget to download the Heart Method Roadmap, a visual guide to finding direction with habits, energy, attention, recharge, and time. Before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 123. I'm peeling back the curtain and I'm sharing what it's actually like to work with a time management coach. And I'm sharing seven reasons why working with a time management coach can be a game changer for creating a life you love. Can't wait to see you there. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.